What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Craft Heads Podcast, episode 162 of the podcast that I do with my best friend, Al Boy. Um, this is the podcast where every episode is a little different, but there's always something for everyone, but every topic is moved all around the place. <laughs> that, that was fun. I don't. I never actually remember what it is, but what whatever. Um, I like it. I sort of bring like a, a modicum of consistency. I do my best, and mm-hmm. then your intro is different every time, and it's. I kind of want to keep it that way. Okay, it's well, great. It's beautiful. Th- th- thanks for not holding me in a box here. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, this is the Craft Heads Podcast, and one thing that we do do <laughs> every episode. <laughs> I love doo-doo. Uh, every episode, we always have a crafty beverage, uh, cocktail, beer, wine, sometimes food uh, on hand that we like to try. And tonight is, of course, no different. Alex has a beer from one of our favorite breweries that's been featured a lot on this podcast, Creature Comforts in Athens, Georgia. And I've never tried this one. It is the Coco Boonie or Bunny. I don't know. It looks like Boonie, but I'm assuming it's... Coco Bunny, because then it's just K-O. Seems, yeah. K-O-K-O. K-O-K-O-B-U-N-I. There'll be a picture of it in the episode image. But this is a milk porter. It's an ale brewed with coconut, cocoa nibs, and coffee. And I haven't been... We, you know, we've been doing a lot of the lagers and pilsners and et cetera lately. So I wanted to try uh, branch out a little bit. And I'm not like a massive porter fan. It has to be really, really good. Uh, in my humble opinion, this one uh, meets that criteria. I Criterion. Well, we since we just poured, there's quite a head on it, so it might take yeah. us a little bit to um, to get to this. But in the meantime, we should tell people what we're talking about today. And first of all, um, I'm what well, Alex is going to grill me a little bit on. I'm about to be a new dad, and he wants to know some things: what I'm scared for, what I'm excited for, etc., uh, etc. But um, in, before we get to that, uh, Alex and I actually did something else crafty related, and that is we I, – I got here, you know, like I typically do. It's a Tuesday afternoon. It's May 16th. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I, sometimes I catch you on that. But um, yeah. it's May 16th, Tuesday afternoon. I got here after work, and uh, I needed a cocktail immediately, and Alex and I decided to not save it for the podcast, and we just – drank something mm-hmm. right away yeah. and uh what we did was we created a cocktail and we have yet to decide the name on it but we're going to tell you fine listeners what was in the cocktail and then alex and i are going to rift until we figure out what to call it yes absolutely so tommy was in a cocktail making mood which was awesome i i have a pretty impressive dry bar actually you can see a, a chunk of it on craftheadspodcast.com but one thing point, uh, Tommy pointed out, I was like, all right, what's our base spirit? And he said, let's make a rum drink, you know, because that's often underrepresented on Craft Heads. And I, f- I realized I have a shit ton of rum, like different kinds, you know, gold spiced, clear, uh, coffee, or I'm sorry, chocolate, coconut, et cetera. So it might make up like 30 to 40% of your bar. Randomly. Like yeah. there were a ton out there. So uh, I mean, it didn't include anything up top in the top shelf. Plus there's that over there. I'm, I'm pointing at my... Uh, my scotches. So, but anyways, um, we decided to start with the Kaloa rums from the Hawaii episode. They were featured on uh, episode 140, Kaloa. It's from the island of Kauai. And we decided we were going to start with co- the coconut and we were going to mix in, you know, as soon as he said coconut, that was a f- the base thing that you picked. And this is a full, full strength, foolproof rum. 
Uh, I was like, what the hell do we have to mix with that? And I had one thing in my fridge, Natalie's tangerine juice. And I was like, all right, this is something to work with. And then I realized, oh shit, like chocolate, orange, that kind of a mixture. We put that in, also a splash of polar seltzer water. So the exact uh, measurements, Tommy, do you remember offhand what they were? Yeah, it was uh, 1.5 ounces coconut rum and mm-hmm. not Malibu. Like you said, this is full, full 40, yeah. 80 proof rum, yep. right? I think, was it more? Yeah. No, it's 80. So uh, 1.5 of coconut, 80 proof from 0.5 of the chocolate, cocoa. Which is also rum. foolproof. Yes, also foolproof. So you got two ounces of rum in there, and then uh, two and a half ounces is what we decided on with the tangerine. Yes. Because we originally made one for Tara to be our taste tester, and we went two ounces, two ounces of the tangerine with the splash of the soda. And it was just a little too cocoa forward. Either, either yeah, like the cho- the chocolatey specifically? Yeah, yeah. You can say that either way, but yeah. right. So, and in, uh, in, on the second iteration, we put two point five ounces of the tangerine. So, pretty much, you know, two to it was two to three uh, parts rum uh, being the two yep. and the tangerine and soda being the three. Yep. So you'll you'll see that in the image along with my superimposed uh, cocoa bunny, but that's why there's an extra cocktail. So I guess there was two bonuses. Again, <laughs> we're gonna try and come up with a name by the end of the episode on the fly, but it was very much. As soon as Tommy, I took the first sip and I was like, oh shit, this is really good. I, I said it tasted like a complex truffle, like a dessert <laughs> truffle. And then Tommy was like, oh yeah, this was a nightcap. So mm-hmm. I agree. It, if, if anything, it's it's definitely a dessert cocktail. So mm-hmm. it's not something you'd want to get wasted on, but it was really good. Yeah. Especially once we added that extra splash of tangerine, like the balance of it after mm-hmm. that extra 0.5 ounces was incredible. Yep. And Moving forward, it was just really, it, it was happenstance that the beers that we were going to be drinking on the podcast tonight were a milk porter. It, it so. really was. It, it was totally coincidental that Tommy picked that as his base, and now we have chocolate and coconut again in this. But um, the drink was great. It's it's not um, overly easy to replicate perfectly because of those, those kawaii rums that we used. But you get the gist of what was in it. You can play with it on your own. Uh, and we did serve it after shaking it. We served it over some crushed reverse osmosis ice, which was very nice. But the beer head has finally gone down. I think we're ready for a little tasting, Tommy. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, man, dude. Is that not one of the best porters? I Yes. I think it is. It's really good. It's terrific. Creature, Creature Comforts is... Yeah. It's Ooh. lit. Well, I think we've... I think we've <laughs> I think you have went out of the way to say that Creature Comforts is your favorite, one of your favorite brewers, breweries in America. Um, mm, America's tough. I mean, they might be a top five, especially because mm-hmm. I've had so much exposure to them in in Georgia slash Atlanta, and technically it's in Athens, so nobody lands on me like a sumo wrestler. <laughs> like it's it's one of the best Atlanta breweries, if not the best mm-hmm. Atlanta brewery. I mean, it's clutch. It's really good. It, they have quality shit. This is this first sip hit so well yeah this kind of reminds me of another episode of ours episode 150 where my father was on nice and and one of my favorite episodes of all time that we've recorded for obvious reasons but um we had we had a porter and a stout or just um a stout i I can't really remember and alex is gonna check on it for us but it i did i need to drink more of it because man they're they're really bringing it to the table these days. So if you recall, I set out a, and I think I used this word, I set out a smorgasbord of Alish, of Allagash yeah, for yeah. you guys. 
There was their Curio, which this is off the top of my head. Uh, I, actually, I thought that was the triple. And then there, it also says a, a triple. That one had like, I think there was two triples, I think. A North Sky, I think it was a Stout. Oh, okay. I think. And then there was, of course, their flagship white. But uh, I'm going to yeah. check for on, on the North Sky here yeah, for a perfect. second. Well, while you're looking that up, thank you, Tommy. We, we buy each other time sometimes. Um, <laughs> a funny thing that you said early on in the beginning of this episode is uh, you said one thing that we do do, <laughs> and I have recently eliminated that from my vo- vocabulary. Do do? Yeah, no. Just, it's funny. Uh, Adam yelled at friend Adam from episode 149. Nice. We're, we're killing it with the references. Yes, this is great. He, he yelled at me one time because he knows I'm a linguophile and I, I'm like really big on grammar and syntax and everything else. He's like, there's no reason to ever say that. He, he, it's not grammatically correct. Like, it's just dumb. And I thought about it. All you're doing is putting emphasis on it. What you mean to say is one thing I do. do. Yeah, the comma. You almost you almost need that pause. If yeah, you if you don't head. put the pause in, then do do is correct. <laughs> Not right. correct, but like it it, it, it flows. Wait, it's redundant. Yeah. If if you say one thing I do do, it's redundant. And I I can't tell you how many times I've caught myself and I'm like Oh yeah, we do. People say that a lot. Yeah, we do do say yeah, that a yeah. lot. <laughs> Not to be confused with, I had had that before because that is there is a time and a place for that. Mm-hmm. It's a little more complicated. I'm not. I'm going to stop before I bore all of our listeners to tears. <laughs> Tommy, so the it's a stout North oh, Sky. Th- thank you. Good call. We had just looked it up. Um, Allagash North Sky, one of our favorite other dark beers it's a stout yeah north sky good really good call tommy because that really was a stellar stellar brew um the topic on uh, whenever tommy and i were making our plans earlier uh we didn't have anything uh in the hopper just yet so i said what about your feelings about becoming a dad here we're in may the baby's on the way ideally and hopefully very beginning of july so I wanted to ask Tommy because we haven't even talked a whole lot about this. What are what are you really excited about? What are some of your fears, anxieties? I, like, and and I just texted Tommy today, and he agreed that it's not real until she gets here. <laughs> like, it's kind of you know, oh, you know, Claire's pregnant. There's a baby on the way, but that's that's going to be a crazy day. I, I can't even wrap my head around it. I know, man. And I'll just put this out for people. I don't. I, I hope I'm not oversharing in Claire's. Um, stead here, and I hope she won't get mad at me. But our baby is still breech, which uh, and I don't know head first. Yes, okay. No head, heads up. Oh, I knew that, and I'm an idiot. Yeah, but yes, I I knew what you were talking. So feet. If she was to go into labor today, the feet would come out first, which obviously is not Not ideal. That's what people used to die from before there were C sections. So um, at this moment, uh, we would have to have a C section. Unless the baby flips in the third trimester, which some people say. Uh, so I, I honestly, from what I've heard, and I, you know, I'm going to be very ignorant because I'm the man and Claire's the woman going through it. But C sections aren't that bad. Like as long as you can get the epidural, you don't feel anything. Um, here's something I learned, actually, very interesting in a birthing class that we uh, took that scared the absolute bejesus out of us. Oh, no. There were, like, videos of women giving birth and everything. And Claire Claire was holding my hand while we were watching the video. We went to a class at Piedmont. Um, I have an idea of what you're going to talk about. 
I'm oh, sorry. I'm I'm I might be getting ahead of myself, but she was <laughs> she was grabbing my hand. Uh, and these women going through the births. Were, she, I felt her hands getting clammy because mm-hmm. I was because I know how one of Claire's biggest fears in life is giving birth. So I've always kind of been like, why don't we just we the baby is breech. Why don't we just plan for the C section? You know, and I feel like Claire's just this is one of her, the only times I've ever seen her in her life just letting go and just succumbing to what happens. That's good. She's very much a, that's, that's a good thing. Yeah, I, I agree. And I'm, I'm happy that she's doing that. Um, but she's, I wouldn't call her a control freak cause she's not, but she definitely likes to have a plan. Yeah, sure. And she's There's not a making a difference between those two things. 100%. So, <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, what I was going to say is about having a C-section and I'm not sure that you ever knew this. I always was under the assumption that with a C-section, they just cut into your belly and just pull the baby out, you know, into like into everything, the, the belly, the uterus, sorry, the, the abdomen, I, I should say. I was going to say, it's really low, <laughs> yeah. the cut. It is, it is. But one thing I always thought was that they cut through everything. They don't. They actually just cut through the epidermis, the fat layer, and then they just push the, mus- the abdomen muscles to the side. Okay, I first of all, I didn't know that. Isn't that cool? It's amazing, and mm-hmm. I honestly, I always wondered how it was even feasible to have a C-section because yeah. I just dumb guy with no. Well, why would I know this? I didn't know they didn't cut through the muscles because I was like, okay, a lot of people do this and they say it's not a big deal, but like seriously, how does that heal? I feel yeah. like that's a really big deal. That's a huge. It seems like a huge. You deal. just taught me something mind blowing, and I hope our listeners just learn from that. I'm sure some of you did. So I'm you're welcome for Tommy's wisdom. <laughs> I'm glad that you didn't know because that makes me feel better because yeah. I felt dumb. I mean, I kind of like looked around the class at everybody and I was and I raised my hand and I, and I just put my hand up and I was like, so you don't cut through the 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 muscle. And they were like, no, you just push them to the side. There is some th- that's still trauma in its own sense, oh you God, know, because yeah. you're moving stuff around. You can tear small um fibers and whatever when you're doing that but it's a lot it's a lot less traumatic than cutting straight through it you know i so i have so many different thoughts on childbirth specifically in america and like how many issues there are with it and it's it's weird to me that like certain i think it's odd that certain hospital hospitals like specialize in making money off of it like baby factory hospitals like that's a thing and did I have another quick fact, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I guess all I was saying was that is sort of of a, of a relief to hear uh, because I just think that the way that we approach birth in America is like kind of messed up. So it's kind of, I don't know. I, I don't even know how to articulate what I'm saying, but mm-hmm. that's that's a new piece of information <laughs> that gives me hope. For the future, potentially, if Tara and I ever have kids, I mean it. I I think it's oh my god, and 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 I'm I'm saying oh my god because I just feel so. I, I'm not the one going through the process, right? Yes. yes. <laughs> Claire's body's changing every single day. Uh, I mean, she's she's big now. You know, I'm not. She's not fat. She's not a fat person. But I look at her belly and I'm like, dude, I cannot believe. I know. She even she even measured. She put down a tape measure yesterday and was like, this is how big our baby is. And it was 17 inches. And I'm like, 17 inches is like... Posse. 
this, you know, it's a <laughs> foot and a half yeah. inside of her belly. And I put my feet back to back. I don't have big feet. I, I wear nine and a halfs. So my feet were almost exact. I, I don't, I don't know if nine and a half means nine and a half inches, but no, point, no, it's a bullshit American thing. Thank you. Yeah. But point being, I put my feet back to back, like heel to toe. And together, the two of them were the size of 17, close to 17 inches, right? Or a little wow. bigger than it. And I was like, that's, that's what's inside of you right now. That, that it just, and I, I didn't believe her. I was like, that's not true. And she was like, yeah, but they're all crumpled up. And I was like, yeah, I guess, okay, I, I guess I can see that because they're, you know, the, their yeah. feet are up, their knees are up, their elbows are in, and they're just kind of like banging around in there. Sure. Um, the other thing I wanted to mention since you said baby factories, another quick note Northside Hospital in Atlanta. I know. The most births in the country. Whoa! Okay, I knew it was a baby factory. Yeah. I didn't know it was number one in the country. It's probably why Tara and I went to that hospital and uh, had a horrible experience. <laughs> well, with, we're not going there. With, so there you go. That then, can make you feel even better. <laughs> well, and it was with a completely, you know, it was non-baby related. So, yeah. um, actually, I gotta, I, you'll appreciate this, Tommy, because the only other human being that I experience mojo with on the level I do with you is obviously Tara. And like we do so many things sometimes I'm just like, God, this is this is like ethereal. <laughs> but we were driving on shit, I don't know, maybe 285 or whatever, and we were passing Northside Hospital. And I pointed at it because we approached it from a different way when we had to go to the <clears throat> the ER one night. It wasn't anything crazy. And I was like, is that is that the hospital that fucked us over <laughs> or some, something like that, which by the way, that sh- sentence shouldn't even exist. Like think about what I just said. What a weird thing. But she went, yep. And neither of us said anything else. There was no prompt. And both of us just went like this. <laughs> we, we gave it the finger and we just looked at each other like nice. Yeah. It was just so, and I'm telling you, it was totally in sync, but what a weird sentence to have to say like, Oh, that's that hospital that fucked us up. Like, what? Yeah, I that guess. That should never come out of anybody's mouth. <laughs> I know. That's sad. That's um, healthcare in America for you. I, I don't think it was by design that we chose We chose Piedmont instead of North Northside to go to for our class. I don't think there was any reason. Piedmont's a little closer to us. Cool. So, um, Good. But I, I think... A couple minutes what, make a big difference. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. that's true. Well, from what, I, what I'm hearing, I'm happy I made the choice, you know? Yeah. <laughs> if dude, you guys had a bad experience that, there. Uh, the doctor we had there, I was wholly unimpressed with oh my god so um tommy we will let's let's keep going and just uh rambling because uh, i've actually gotten a lot of feedback lately that this random banter is what people come to craft heads for that's good that's that's what people have been telling me friends and like good friends and just casual acquaintances alike uh but i do like to pepper in a couple of things um there was a rambling and you just reminded me of this with, with something with the beer it might have been is this what you sift pud me in the beginning of the day for? Um, Save it for the podcast. Yeah, thank you, thank you, Tommy. That's going to sound really nice. Our, our acronym for sift pud, but the I, I have a question that I'm going to save for the very end. Okay, it's like it's kind of like a philosophical question. I think it's a great question. I'm gonna yeah that that is what you said. Okay, I okay. was gonna you were gonna That's ask one me on air. The other one is um, the 16 ounce pint glass is a lie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, <laughs> I just I explained this to Tommy earlier. So anybody who because I was probably because I was looking at my beer and look, this is European. Nice. See? Yeah. 
Okay. So and, if, and it held the whole thing with some head. Exactly. There is the standard 16-ounce pint glass, in, certainly in the States anyway. You know what it looks like. If you've ever gotten a generic-ass pint glass at a bar, it's the, it's the stereotypical glass that people print shit on, brand it, whatever. Tara and I were drinking Coors Banquet out of the 16-ounce aluminum cans the other day. And I wanted it. I pour all my beer. I mean, it's extremely rare I drink out of a can unless, you know, I'm out and about and I have to. And I poured and there was head. I let the head go down. I poured a little bit more and I realized how close it was getting. I poured the entire 16 ounce Coors Banquet aluminum can, uh, can into the glass and there was a meniscus. <laughs> so... What that means is, and, and Tara was like, oh, maybe there's a little bit more or less. I was like, no, I promise you this corporation put exactly 16 fluid ounces in here. That means when you go to a bar and order a pint and, and it explicitly says 16 ounces, you're not getting 16 ounces. Yeah, unless they pour it with literally zero head it's and fill to the brim. Yeah, and, yeah, which they shouldn't be doing because that's not how you're supposed to pour a beer. Yeah. And I just thought of how much bullshit it was. And I was saying how, like, overseas, like, especially when you see the giant German beer steins, there's another stereotypical glass that a lot of people have. There's sort of a big, smooth lip at the top. And you can pour an entire liter in it up to a physical line on the giant stein, and then everything else is for head. And that's how glasses should be designed. It's just bullshit. And then I was looking at these Stella chalices that I have that Tommy... Uh, poured our drinks into. I'm assuming 33 CL is 33 centiliters, and I guess that would be 330 milliliters divided by 10. I'm sorry, I don't know. Divided what by 30 is. is 10 ounces. Okay. So that's 10 ounces of beer, which makes sense when you look at it. You know? Yeah, because these are. This was a 12 ounce can. Yeah, but like the point is, they have markings on their yeah. glasses to say yeah. like, "Hey, this is how much liquid there is, and then <laughs> this is for head or whatever else." So it's bullshit. The pint, the 16 ounce American pint glass is a lie. You should grill Joe about this when he's finally on the podcast. I with should us and, I, and give him some I shit. I should tell him to elevate his brewery and be like, "Dude, buy 20 ounce glasses, and then that's that's a USP." Uh-huh. You're you're showing that you are unique. Put it in your marketing. Like you actually get a pint of beer mm-hmm. here. I, I think it's a great idea. I, mm-hmm. I feel like it's low hanging fruit that people don't give a shit about. Uh, Listen, my white collar bullshit. I'm I'm happy with it. He just I just spoke with him in uh, yesterday afternoon, and he told me that the brewery is still kicking ass Good. pretty much. So Wolfhaven in Tampa, right on. One more plug for everybody out there. I love it. Oh, I'm sure there's going to be more. And by the way. Uh, if I ever state something which, with such certainty, and I'm pretty sure about this, and I'm wrong, <laughs> please correct me, yeah. and I will publicly correct the record. I love being corrected. You, it's 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 free education. You're making me smarter. I, but I don't think I'm wrong on this one. I it didn't. It, it was a very educated guess. I, I could give you a demo <laughs> right now. Yeah. So. Anyways, all right, Tommy. So you um. You had mentioned this. Uh, you learned a, a lot about the C-section. Mm-hmm. Um, let me ask you this: Are let's say it goes the other way? Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing that Tara and I, and I'm not going to get too much into detail, are terrified of is tearing mm-hmm. and the stages of tearing. Yeah, apparently, like it, 
if you have a normal birth, like it, it's going to happen probably to some degree. Yeah. But it's likely. Yeah. Like if it's one of the level one or two or whatever, mm-hmm. it's like not a big deal. And if it's the other ones, like it's your, your yeah. asshole becomes your pussy. Yeah. <laughs> there, there, I said it. So that's kind of why we're like hoping for a situation because I don't think you can have elective C-section. Do you know anything about you that? You can't. You yeah. can't, you cannot have elective C-sections. Um, that, that is, it's, it's very interesting because it is interesting. I, Claire has, I and maybe Tara might have something similarly, mm-hmm. but Claire has fibromyalgia. And I'm like, if you want a C-section, I feel like all you have to say is I have fibromyalgia. I don't know how this is going to react with childbirth. Normal child. Throw anything out there. Yeah. I have ADHD. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I need a C-section. I have a disability. I need a C-section. So I I agree with you. If that's something, like I would look for anything if that's what Tara is interested in. As the men, we don't know what they feel, how they feel once the baby's inside of them and it's growing inside of them. The the emotions are different very clearly. So and and not to a bad way. It's just there there is an attachment in there. So I, we can talk more about this if it comes to you yes. guys getting pregnant. But um, I, I I'm glad that we're gonna be the guinea pig for you. Let me point something out here, and this is a philosophical consideration. <laughs> it's not political. Okay. I am pointing something out. I I'm listening. Where are where is the argument for like my body, my choice on this? Mm-hmm. I feel like you should be able to decide if you want a C-section. And if somebody comes in and says, well, there's another life involved, mm-hmm. that could also be made for another hot topic. Mm. I, I, I don't hate fuck? it. I don't hate it. I don't hate where yeah. your mind is at right now. Yeah, yeah. I, feel like, I feel like you should be able to have an elective C-section. Yeah. You know, unless there is... A, a medical practitioner says, for whatever reason, your body can't handle it. You know, mm-hmm. or, or like if you um, if you're gonna bleed out because you have some sort of a blood condition, that all makes perfect sense. So we have a blood condition too. No, I'm sorry to tell you this. I no. know I, I hate to bum you out here, but are we doing a HIPAA violation here on, <laughs> on Crackhead's body? Yeah, probably. <laughs> Claire's gonna be like, "How dare you She's air like, all you, my what shit?" What are you talking? This is this is stuff she shares with everybody, so I know it's not. That's she, fair. She you, doesn't. Okay, care. you have a baseline. I think we're good. She we're good. Claire also has uh, low uh, blood white blood cells count. Right. Okay. So like, I guess to get an epidural, you need uh, above like eighty, or maybe it's like even above sixty. Whatever the, the the white blood cell count is. Oh boy, I hope I'm saying this correctly. It's okay. We're talking about white blood cell count. Yeah, and it's above a certain number. Yeah, so it needs to be above a certain number for blood clotting. So it, she's been seeing a hematologist. So wait, white blood cell? Yeah, that's what. I, help me out here. White is for, uh, I think, okay. for immunity. Okay, so maybe it's it's another platelets. And- oh, thank you. Oh, oh, you're welcome. Yeah, <laughs> dude, yeah, I no, feel so what, stupid dude, it takes now. Two. It's we plat- can't do this alone. Her platelets. Oh my fucking god! Don't I'm worry so about dumb. It. No, so her not. platelets, we've had a couple beers, so I'm oh, blaming dude, it on that. I'm going to take I'm another sip. I'm done with my beer. Plus, uh, yeah, we had what that the co- fuck? Yeah, like, I'm I'm good. So, zero judgment yet. I, um, remind me of my segue topic with drinking after you're done with this. 
I will do my best. Yeah, I'm trying to write everything down today. But yeah, thanks. Um, so with platelets, Claire's platelet count is pretty low. If if you have above a 100 platelet count, most uh, anesthetists, who, yep. the, whoever's doing the epidural, you got it. Um, are they're like they don't question it. If you have less than that, since that's like a traumatic, that's a big ass needle going into your spine, and if you don't have the right uh, platelet count you can't get the epidural. Um, so, and they basically say, you have to have a natural birth with the epidural, without the epidural. And Claire's, that, that's not what she, she said, like, I want to go into the hospital, get the epidural within minutes of me being in there. And come out with a baby and be like, what happened? Yeah. I, I don't blame you, Claire. <laughs> so here's the other thing about a C-section. You, most, if you're normal, if you're of normal health, you get an epidural for the C-section as well. If you have a low platelet count and you need a C-section, because feet first, right, like that we talked about earlier, you just have to go under general anesthesia. So you just have to, like, go to sleep. Right, right. Which is, they, they, they like to keep the, the woman alive for birth, period, C-section or natural birth. They're just like, when they do a C-section... And Wait, the woman alive or the woman awake? Awake, I'm hey, sorry. I was going to say, like, Whoa! ideally, yeah, I, would, I think that's a good idea. Like, yeah, let's keep them alive. Dude, these beers are going to my head today, man. Dude, Holy it's shit. Not, it's not the beer. Dude, it was the... <gasps> sunny. <laughs> okay, it's going to be two words. The first word is sunny. It's got to be sunny. Something. Good man. I love it. Okay, the first word of that cocktail is sunny. Continue. Thanks. We'll get back to it. Um, yeah. So, anyways, point being, Claire's having her platelet count monitored a lot, and um, yeah, we just wanted to make sure it's above a hundred because she needs the epidural. And for either way we go, why did I bring this up? Blood, T cells, yeah. the T virus. <laughs> She's gonna be a zombie. What the fuck? That's going to be the end keep, of the episode. Keep, keep, the, keep the woman alive, a.k.a. keep the woman yeah. from becoming a zombie. Oh wow, gosh. where are we going? <laughs> Wait, what were you going to tell me about drinking beer? <laughs> All right, fine. I'll just I'll go right in to tell you You now. can edit it however you want, my man. I, I appreciate that. Um, basically, the podcast is an immense source of joy for me. And suffering. <laughs> and I say that because if, if I have an episode recorded and I, I know I have to produce it, matter of fact, we'll, we'll like try and wrap this up here soon. It weighs on me heavily because I care so much about it. And like I know, you know, I know regular listeners and patrons are like, yeah, when's the next episode coming out? So it kind of weighs on me, but I am a perfectionist. And I want to toot my own horn here. It takes a lot of guts to get drunk and record yourself and then put it out into the airwaves. Yeah. Because, you know, I, I don't want to, I don't know what the exact percentage is, but probably half the episodes, at least, are times when I'm inebriated and... Buzzed. At, at a minimum. At a minimum. Yeah. You're, yeah. you're saying things incorrectly. You're spouting incorrect facts. Maybe saying things you shouldn't. And white white blood cells instead of platelet counts. Yeah, dude. It, like, it happens. And uh, I just want to remind everybody that if every once in a while we sound really stupid, it's because we're inebriated. Yeah. So, but, <laughs> and hopefully that makes this more enjoyable yeah, for you. That's, I think that's the idea. So uh, cut us a little slack if you can. Not that anybody's ever complained about that, but uh, I think that's just my mentality because I really am... When it comes to the podcast, I am... 
huge on putting the best foot forward, but you know, it's, it's difficult given <laughs> the subject matter, i.e. us. You do a fantastic job. Thanks, Al- man. Just so, just if anybody wasn't aware, I hope most people are aware, but Alex produces every episode of the podcast. All 162, including this one to be. And yep. we love you for it. I've, I attempted it one time. I, I think I edited about five minutes of an episode and I said, fuck this. <laughs> So, and, and, uh, Alex and I work that out appropriately. Yeah. yeah. And, and to be fair, like there are other people who record content and things and podcasts and, and they don't give a shit. Like they just record it and put it out. Big respect to people like that. I just, I don't know. I, I have to at least listen to it all the way through. And sometimes we have really good episodes where I'm like, Tommy, this was a no edit. Let's fucking go. Yeah. So I feel like whenever you and I record, we do get pretty close to that. We do. I, I notice when when other people are in the Correct. room, there's a lot of pauses where we go, we'll fix that later. Yeah. But when when it's just Alex and I in the room, I assume that you're only taking out maybe a minute of an episode, yeah, it's you know, easy. It's easy or less. Fun. And, um, you know, and of course, like even, even if we have a perfect episode, if we record for an hour, that's a minimum of like an hour and a half because I've got, I've got to listen to it Add the intro, gotta <laughs> upload it, write the description, do my bullshit image on Canva, all that mm-hmm. good stuff. But uh, it is a it's a true labor of love, just like Chemex Coffee. Um, <laughs> good plug, it, yeah. So, Tommy, um, what? So you talked about a couple of like small anxieties here. Let's let's finish on a positive note. Mm-hmm. What are you most looking forward to? And it can be an idea or a very specific thing. I really want to know. I really, really want to know. And I'm so tired of people always going, whenever you ask them about their child, they say, oh, it's, it's a different kind of love. You know, I feel like everybody always says that. Like, you'll, it, it's, it's, you're going to love that thing more than you've ever loved anything in your life kind of thing. I hear that from a lot of people. Mm-hmm. There are plenty of spouses I know that, like, can never imagine not being without their spouse, a.k.a. Alex and Tara. Yeah they, yeah, they love each other very much. And, of course, I love Claire beyond bounds, right? But I just want to know what is that feeling going to be whenever that child pops out, and I'm going to be like, I get it. You know, like, I, want, I, I really hope I have that revelatory moment where I'm like, Oh shit! You know, like that's, I, that, that's my seed right there. You know, and I and I'm <laughs> going to progeny. Yeah, and I'm going to that she yeah. is going to be like me, and I and so th- that's that's the deep that's the deep thing that I'm excited about. The shallow thing that I'm excited about. Can't wait to introduce her to Austin Powers. <laughs> I can't that's, wait. That's to, incredible. I, love I can't it. wait to introduce her to golf. I, I I hope she is athletic. If not, no problem. You know, I will will deal with what we got. I think that our daughter. I mean, obviously, who doesn't think that their child is going to be amazing? Dope. Yeah, but yeah. I really I really hope that that we just we have a bond like none other. So I'm really excited for that stuff. Not excited for the sleepless nights ahead of me. But even less so, like, I, I can get over the sleepless night. Anybody can do anything for a year, but it's actually years, like, one through five. That's the number I use, and I'm not even a parent. I'm like, your life is fucked up for five years. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Literally. It's, it's a lot of paying attention. Yeah. So I'm, 
I, I hope I get enough sleep. We'll see. All of that was so beautiful. Mm. That was really amazing. Thank you. And and to your point, Tommy, uh, Tara and I feel that way. Like we think we're exceptions, and we think to ourselves, like we'll have a kid and love it. But it's like they're still going to be number two. Mm-hmm. We're also not naive. We are not parents. If and when that time comes, you have no way of knowing until it does. And it's, I mean, it's, you're programmed that way. Mm-hmm. Like it, it probably just, everything else takes the back seat and it's like, well, this is number one now. Even this, this soulmate of mine that I'm a hundred percent convinced is one in a trillion. Like this is now number one, mm-hmm. you know, and you get five years with your soulmate, then you get five years with your, <laughs> with your seed. Yes. And then you get back to your soulmate for the rest of your life. I, I, ideally. Yeah, yeah. That would be perfect. So that was, that was beautiful, Tommy. Yeah. Really well answered. Not that there was Thank a correct you. answer, but you fucking killed it. <laughs> I appreciate that. Do you want me to, um, so we're, we're just past a half an hour. Do you want to wrap up with my philosophical, philosophical question? What's the name? What's the second word for our drink? I've come up with Sunny. I don't want to say the goofy one from the rap thing earlier. So I'm the Sunny Digital. <laughs> sunny yeah. Digital. So <laughs> let, let me think of the second word. I'm going to buy myself time okay. by asking you the question and then hopefully while you're answering it, I will come up with the answer. Okay. Are you ready? Uh, yes. All right. We're probably going to get canceled. Oh, let's go. <laughs> Somebody's going to be like, oh, this is anti-democracy. How much... Yes, I'm, I'm communist. <laughs> how much money would it take for you to permanently give up your right to vote? It's an interesting question, isn't it? Dude, not much at all. <laughs> Me neither. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And that's why I said it's, it'll get us canceled because... Somebody who says, oh, this is the most important thing. It's like, no. No, get over yourself. Be, be realistic. Yeah, like, don't get me wrong if... Um, for the rest of my life, you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. For the rest of your natural life. And it's just like, m- my number is off the top of my head. I Wait. Think, don't say it. Okay. We're going to say I, it at I, the same time. I won't say the... Hmm. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to change that number I had in mind, but... I think it's high mm-hmm. and it's still probably low com- compared to what I, I know I know what the name of the drink is now. But <laughs> you just said come compared and now I'm worried. <laughs> oh, we're drunk. Okay. So, anyways, I feel like I think it's a high number. Maybe other people will think it's a low number. Mm-hmm. Do we want to do an on 3 say your number? Mhm. Okay, ready? Yep. We have not discussed this, just no. in case it matches. One, two, three, twenty-five k. That's real fucking close. Yeah. And actually, if somebody gave me twenty-five k cash right now, I would also accept it. Alex said fifty k. I said twenty-five k. If that was blurred in the audio there, yes. um, and yeah, I, I, Alex is more political than me. Probably double the amount political of me. So and nowadays, makes that's sense. like, and that's nothing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's it's. It's literally one vote. You know, whenever people are like, oh, your vote matters. Like, your individual vote does not. I I understand on a grander scheme, blah, blah, blah. And if everybody took this and all of a sudden the voting pool shrunk, whatever. But that's that's not worth that much to me. Mm -mm. Like, I I think it's all bullshit anyways. If I, if also if our politicians 
actually did anything that mattered. On either side? <laughs> on either side. Correct. Did anything that mattered, yep. I would be more inclined and raise my number. But yeah. the I mean, the president doesn't matter. The the, no. the Senate doesn't no. matter. You we, know, the House can, doesn't matter. We can agree on all of this, <laughs> and I love it. And if you disagree, we would love to hear from you, and uh, we'll talk to you about it. Mm-hmm. We are open to discussion, because that's what most people are missing in our society. Email plug. Email plug. <laughs> I'm going to put that at the end. at gmail.com. Uh, let us know. And, uh, of course, if you want to support us financially, that would be incredible. Uh, $1 a month, like, makes me freak out and get all giddy with happiness. That's uh, patreon.com slash craftheadspodcast. It also gets you access to our Discord server. And we have lots of cool stuff in there, dedicated channels, food and booze, movies and TV shows, not financial advice, general, some good, and gaming as well. So, um, yeah, we got a, a great active community in there. So if you like what we do, you like what you hear, and you'd like to just support us basically with a nominal fee, $12 a year, we would be ever so appreciative of that. I sounded like the girl from, uh, hey, Arnold, Lila, ever so <laughs> yeah. So that's it for this week. The name it doesn't really make sense, but how about the Sunny 50K? The Sunny 50K? Yeah. No, Tommy doesn't like it. <laughs> no. I'm sorry, man. I don't. I think it what needs to thought? be more, more uh, like simpler, you know? <laughs> so if we ever make it again, we don't have to be like, Alex and I made the Sunny 50K. And I mean, we'll point them to this episode. There's, <laughs> there's four syllables. It's too many syllables. Wait. That's even, that's five syllables. <laughs> you said more simpler and Sunny 50K was five syllables. I think you've lost your right to vote. Okay, fair how, enough. No, I'm kidding. But how amazing was all of that? Uh, let's just throw out words until it sticks. Okay. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> sunny Delight. No, it's, that's... <laughs> It's too close. Yeah, it's too. By the way, it really looks like Sunny Delight. Sun, sunny, Sunny. Uh, I just looked sunny at my cocoa. That, I just looked at that box of Clarence D and said Sunny D and wanted to kill myself. <laughs> uh, there's coconut and chocolate. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. I like. I kind of desserty. I kind of liked that we went with the sunny thing, but then it's also an uh, a nightcap. It's like a sunny sunny night. What about the midnight sun? But, but we said sunny. Tara, Sunday. Con- no. Oh. <laughs> sunny Sunday. <laughs> so, wait, I think she just meant just, Sunday. Just sun- but it's but not still, Sunday. No, 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 fuck her. It, it, yeah, that's horrible. <laughs> um, that was amazing. Her just like waiting to put her big plug. What about just the sunny night? Sunny night. It, it's, it's, uh, it's. An oxymoron. It's it's a it's it's tangerine sunny D, but it's a nightcap sunny mm. night. It's up to you. It's not super crafty, but we have to come up with a name for it. Fine. I hate it. No, I hate. Wait, your you hate answer. sunny night? I hate your answer. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> okay, then we need another one. I like whenever we we we, we like know. clap. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, a matter of fact, we're gonna say a word. And then we're going to clap it, and that's how it's going to end. But it's going to happen organically. Yeah. No, editing no editing from here out. Here we go. Oh, Penis. Sunny penis is no good. <laughs> sunny. What about the sunny progeny? That's up on my screen. All right, yeah, let's do it!
Sunny Friday. Sunny. Let's go.